Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tian. The accounting and professional services sector is at the centre of our conversation today. Now, according to the Accounting and Corporate Regulatory Authority, Singapore projects 6,000 to 7,000 new accounting jobs by 2025, adding on to the current workforce of over 100,000 employees. And globally, the big four accounting firms also went on hiring sprees of their own last year, with the companies already boasting over a million employees as of November 2022. But why did demand for professional services increase amid the volatile economic climate as job cuts hit other industries such as investment banking. Has that boom fizzled yet with consulting firms announcing job cuts in the US this year? If not, what is the way ahead for the industry? Well, our guest for today is Sharik Bamaki, CEO of Deloitte Singapore, and he's going to tell us all about what Deloitte Singapore is seeing right now in terms of demand and what this means for the firm's growth trajectory. Well, Sharik, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Tian. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Um, let me just start by um, setting out as to what Deloitte is globally, mm. as well as in Southeast Asia and Singapore, and then get to the question around uh, the point on demand that you specifically asked. So a bit around uh, Deloitte. So Deloitte is the world's largest professional services organization. Uh, you may know that. Uh, globally, we have 450,000 people in 150 countries across 725 offices. Uh, In Southeast Asia, which is ASEAN, uh, comprising 10 countries, including Singapore, uh, we have 13,000 people. And specifically in Singapore, we have around 3,000 people, right? Uh, Deloitte Singapore is the largest practice of Deloitte Southeast Asia. Uh, Given our unique integrated structure in Southeast Asia, we are able to work very seamlessly across businesses and across the ASEAN region and offer abundant opportunities for our partners and professionals to grow their careers. Uh, Now, coming to the the question you asked regarding demand, and and I hear you around uh, the tech sector and what may have happened elsewhere, but let me just set the scene across as to what we are seeing within professional services. So as far as um, we're concerned, there's still... Um, significant potential for growth in the region and professional services is heavily in demand in Southeast Asia marketplaces. That's been our experience and we continue to see that. Uh, Globally, Asia is the place to be and there are emerging areas that we can build expertise. For instance, we are seeing a lot of demand for our operate services and it is a space where professional services uh, can come in to support different organizations. And Sharik, if we could just take one step back, right, to set the stage for our listeners, how would you define Deloitte's value proposition in terms of your different verticals, consulting, accounting, and what would then be your business model? Yeah, I I think that's a good question. And and clearly at Deloitte, and we are very clear about this, and all our people know this, that we put our clients and people at the center of what we do. Uh, We develop end-to-end resilient multidisciplinary offerings and work with our clients to deliver a purpose-led set of projects that will benefit our communities. Um, The professional services sector is obviously going through a significant change, right? Trends in the marketplace have raised the bar for future entrants. 
right? Uh, we are obviously navigating through digital disruption, uh, regulatory changes, and issues around climate and sustainability. As far as our clients are concerned, they're growing across the region and in the world, right? And they're gr growing wherever the businesses uh, take them. Now, specifically to Deloitte, um, you know, we offer traditional services like audit, tax, M&A or strategy, human capital, supply chain. And we also offer, you know, services in the new emerging areas like cloud, sustainability, digitalization, and cyber. Mm. And Sharik, uh, if I may just, you know, follow up on that, what would you say is your business positioning against the other major firms here in Singapore, in particular the big four? So, uh, as I was mentioning earlier, we are the world's largest professional services organization in um, the world, as well as in Asia Pacific. Um, when it comes to Southeast Asia, which is our unique structure, as I was mentioning earlier, we've got 13,000 people and we are in each of the 10 ASEAN countries. In Singapore, we are 3,000 um, strong, right? And you would have heard, um, you know, uh, a month or so ago, we intend to grow uh, significantly in, 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 in Singapore. And our aim in, is that we plan to add another 3,000 people in Singapore in the next five years across all our businesses. And nearly a third of them will come in the traditional areas of audit and tax and the rest in our advisory consulting uh, uh, area. So I think we are sort of um, hoping for significant growth in, in the next uh, uh, five, years so, in, uh, five years or so in Southeast Asia as well as Singapore. Mm, so if I may summarize your business positioning against the major players will be your sort of deeper roots within the Southeast Asia region and your presence as well, yeah? And, yes. And uh, Sharik, let's take a look at the wider business environment and let's do that step by step. Uh, big four accounting firms, they were on a hiring spree last year and together the four companies have over a million employees. So let's look at the boom side of things. What was filling the boom in demand for professional services, given the job cuts we saw in tech and in investment banking last year? Yeah, so I, I think we've not seen that in the region. In fact, the demand for our services uh, continue to grow in the region, right? So I'll, I'll give you some specific examples, what's fueling that growth. Uh, for instance, for instance, we see a demand for our operate services, which is effectively our managed services, a space where professional services come in to support, you know, different organizations. So we see that. Um, the other areas is that, you know, clearly we sit um, in Singapore and in the region in between the East and West. So for us to be able to support some of the economic corridors, whether it is the wider Asia Pacific, for example, right, right, uh, coming in to support demand, you know, sitting in the middle, whether it's with the Japan or Australia. Uh, as far as Deloitte is concerned, uh, we continue to support our clients as they, they grow um, and, and as they see opportunities. So I think being in Asia, where which continues to see growth emerging post-COVID, right, I think, and, and being part of a, you know, um, and uh, being part of Southeast Asia, which is 
sort of continues to grow, I think we see the demand for our services uh, continuing to rise, uh, etc. So I think those are some of the, the trends that we see. Of course, the other global trends, uh, whether it's around climate and sustainability, whether it's digitalization, whether it is cyber, we continue to see that and the demand for those services in those emerging areas, uh, we continue to see and we continue to support our, our clients in those uh, emerging emerging areas. Mm, and talk about emerging and booming. Last year, we saw that boom and that's when consulting accounting firms started uh, going on this hiring spree. Uh, this year, though, I recall uh, Deloitte as well has announced in April that it will cut around 1,200 jobs in the US due to a slowdown on the consulting side of the business. We are seeing similar moves by uh, your competitors, EY, KPMG as well in the US. The uh, question is, we talked about that boom last year. Is this cut specific to just the US or has the boom in general fizzled? If not, uh, is that boom in demand for professional services spread out evenly across geographical markets then? Yeah, so we don't see that trend um, in Asia, right? So I know there's been some news that you refer to, but I think from a broader professional services perspective, we don't see that trend. And in Asia, and specifically to us, whether uh, as as Deloitte, whether it's Southeast Asia or um, Singapore, uh, we're not seeing that. And as I was mentioning earlier, the demand for professional services and in the areas, whether it is the the traditional areas, uh, we continue to see that. Right? We continue to support uh, the growth of our clients in the region in Singapore. So and and Asia being where it is, and you know um, being part of that. Uh, region, I think we we, we continue to see a, a growth area, and I think that's what we we expect. Of course, we're mindful of uh, the headwinds that people talk about uh, globally, and we'll remain mindful of that. But currently, uh, we're not we're not seeing that, and we continue to grow. Um, in Singapore as well as Southeast Asia as far as Deloitte is concerned. If you're just tuning in, we're now speaking to Sharik Bamaki, CEO, Deloitte Singapore. And Sharik, I know we talked about growth just now and we talk about APEC firms uh, growing and the demand of professional services uh, increasing. So what is then the number one trend in the market for professional services right now? How does it influence the way in which you take the company forward? Yeah, so... Um I guess professional services is a people's business, and I think we will all sort of acknowledge that, right? And um, and talent is our most valuable asset, and I cannot understate the importance of that. I think that is absolutely critical. And we all know Gen Z is beginning to enter the workforce, right? And that they are a generation who expect more flexibility and autonomy in their work. Right. Uh, they also expect to work in companies that have a purpose. Right. And our purpose uh, as Deloitte is to make an impact that, that matters. Uh, and I think that's very, very important and very core to us. Um, uh, so I, I think that's very important. We have obviously seen a bit of a decline in the accountancy undergraduate cohort in universities. Uh, however, we are working obviously with the government, with educational institutions, with, in, in, with ISCA and industry players to uplift the profile of the accountancy profession. Um, to make um, students interested in accountancy, a mindset change is required. I'm sure we will all, all agree. And we will also all agree that, you know, accountants are not just, they're not bean counters, right? 
the skills and acumen uh, acquired through accountancy, they're really valuable. For instance, accountants are highly quantitative, analytical, understand the financial language. So, um, you know, the, the, go the ongoing trends, whether it is artificial intelligence, analytics, big data, uh, you know, obviously all of that is is fueling growth and we are you know seeing that you know people joining the workforce will be keen to join organizations who have a a, a, a purpose and along with the evolution of talent we are seeing increasing regulatory pressures and we we as an as as a sector uh, take take this responsibility very very seriously around providing high quality services right so i think that the trend around talent is what we see uh, people who are joining the the workforce joining workforce uh, with organizations who have a purpose and these are the people with you know in the future who will be leaders right so i think that's kind of the main trend that we see as we you know continue to grow our organization from a from an overall talent perspective Okay, and speaking of talent, and I do want to talk about Singapore as well, uh, Sharik, Deloitte had in March said it plans to add around 3,000 new employees over the next five years in Singapore. Uh, the firm also aims to double its 13,000 headcount and 1 billion US dollar revenue over the next five years uh, within Southeast Asia. Uh, as far as I hear from you, it seems like we are on track. Can we confirm that? And also, what are the reasons behind the ambitious numbers and targets? Thanks for asking that question because we've gone out and and uh, we have said that right. So um, our sense is that we are a strong firm. Uh, we've achieved strong growth, and we have um, strong capabilities and good people. And this is something we are quite sort of proud of. Uh, our plans for growth uh, will enable to position Deloitte, Southeast Asia, and Singapore strongly for the future as we become the undisputed leader in professional services in the region. Uh, we are making investments, right, um, you know, to, for the next chapter of our growth. And, and there are a number of areas where we see growth, right? I've talked about the emerging areas, but specifically around sectors where we see growth, you know, in Singapore as well as in the ASEAN region. For example, in financial services, uh, civil government, telco and the tech sectors, and particularly in the financial services, and specifically there, uh, banking, insurance, and investment management. Uh, we also intend to double down in technology, which is whether it's around cloud, uh, cyber, forensics, HR tech. Uh, we're also looking at future relevant offerings, whether it's assurance, operate, I talked about earlier, cyber and cloud and forensics, etc. And And clearly, in order for us to you know, sort of match that growth, we want to recruit uh, and develop top talent, right? And this has always been a focus and we will continue to, to do that. And I guess that's kind of where we, you know, where we see the growth angle and that's where we've said we intend to uh, add to our 3,000 uh, workforce by another 3,000 in the next five years, Tintian. Mm. And so, Sharik, what role will Deloitte Singapore play uh, when it comes to your aggressive expansion plans within Southeast Asia? Yeah, and, and, and look, Deloitte Singapore is the largest practice currently in, South, in Deloitte Southeast Asia. Um, we all know and recognize that uh, Singapore, uh, as Singapore, we are located in the financial hub of the region. Uh, Singapore is also a big market with 
global companies and operations which span across Southeast Asia, which are based here. Um, Southeast Asia itself is a very vibrant region and is on a growth trajectory, as I've mentioned before, together with Asia. Um, within Asia Pacific, ASEAN countries collectively represent the third largest market in terms of GDP and the third fastest growing economy. Uh, I've mentioned earlier, we very well sit in the middle of East and West, and we can expect to see a lot more sort of opportunities. Uh, specifically for Deloitte Singapore, um, you know, we have a lot of expertise, right? Uh, we have subject matter expert, experts and regional leaders based here. Uh, we've established various platforms to share our best practices to help clients in Singapore and in the region. And, and let me just cite some examples. For example, uh, the Deloitte IFRS Center of Excellence is in Singapore. Uh, the Deloitte Asia Pacific Financial Crime Strategy Network is in Singapore. And the Deloitte Asia Pacific Center for Regulatory Strategy is also driving, is also driven out of Singapore. So you can see, you know, we are, you know, within Deloitte Southeast Asia, we're a large practice, we're the largest. And with a lot of the expertise that we have in Singapore that helps that and then uh, the expertise that we can use from Singapore to be able to drive in the region, um, in particular in our ad advisory business, and of course in our traditional audit and tax business, is is going is putting Singapore in in a, in a very strong place uh, from a, a Deloitte Southeast Asia perspective. Sharik, um, before we wrap up the conversation, I really want to congratulate you on taking on the role of CEO of Deloitte Singapore. I understand uh, you took on the role this month. So on that note, what are some of your priorities for Deloitte Singapore looking ahead? Again, thank you for having me on, on the show. Um, I'm, and I'm, you know, very excited and delighted to be taking on the role of CEO for, for Deloitte Singapore. Um, I'll, I'll go back to what I said about our purpose. So as um, the CEO and, and as Deloitte, um, we'll continue to stay dedicated to our purpose uh, to make an impact that matters, right? And we will do so by putting our clients and people at the center of everything and whatever we do, by developing end-to-end -end resilient multidisciplinary offerings and working with our clients to deliver on-purpose-led projects that will benefit our communities. And that's core to what we do, Tintin. That's not going to change. Uh, but obviously, we'll work together with all our stakeholders to be able to drive uh, growth for the firm as well as our firm in Southeast Asia. Mm, exciting days indeed. Thanks very much, Sharik. That was Sharik Bamaki, CEO of Deloitte Singapore. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.